Hello and welcome to Game Show and Tell. I'm Dorothy. I am 10 years old and home educated. This is my dad, Chris. Oh yeah. He is very old and a professional dungeon master. Episode 1. Who, what and why. So yeah, this is our first ever episode. What do you think, Dorothy? I think it's going well for now. It's going well, yeah, because <laughs> we've only just put press record. Yeah. That's it. That's the best it can go. It's all downhill from here. You know that, <laughs> yeah. don't you? So, today's episode is a kind of intro. Who are we? What are we going to be talking about? And why are we going to be talking about yeah. it? We're going to expand on all of those things further down the line when we do other episodes. Um, so, who, who are we? Dorothy, would you like to field that one first or shall I go first? Uh, you can go first. I can go first, thank yeah. you very much. So, um, I, I will probably save most of who I am for a kind of like Q&A type thing further down the line. But basically, I am a 40-year-old man who grew up in the southwest of England and I do Dungeons and Dragons for a living. Fingers crossed uh, by the end of the summer I'll be doing my masters at university which will be a masters in role-playing games and at the moment we run holiday clubs and we use D&D for education with home ed kids. I have three home-ed children. One of them is Dorothy. Hello. She's ten. Then we've got two others who are seven and four. four. So you might hear them on the show at some point if we if they want to come and do e- yeah. guest stars. And, and Charlie really wants her own podcast now that her yeah. sister's got one. <laughs> so we'll see how that works. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's me. I'm a massive geek, huge Star Trek nerd, love all games, role-playing games, board games, that kind of stuff. And yeah, just trying to scrape by while living my best life, I suppose. So what about you, Dorothy? Um. How old are you? I'm ten. Okay. And what do you do? What's your job? Um. I don't have a job yet. Oh, you're <laughs> mooching off me oh, and your mother. Well, I sort of have a job. What's your job? Um, so at Cubs, they had a senior sixer post, um, but they stopped doing that, um, and then they brought it back, especially for me, because you have your own little six. Um, so you've got sixers and seconders, basically. Um, and sixers lead their own group, and seconders help. Um, and they can they could see how well I was doing, and they could see like um, so if I did something, they could see um, my six trying to be better at what they do. You were setting a good example, yeah. weren't you? And you were leading by example, yeah. and people were following. Yeah. And it's a special little woggle thing. And it yeah, you've got really a very cool. special woggle, yeah. didn't you? Looks I think really you should cool. just wear that in normal life. Really? Just, yeah, just just rock that woggle. 
Definitely. With what? With, well, with the with the neckerchief as well. <laughs> Unless you got some cool neckerchiefs, you could have like a D and D neckerchief. Oh, that would be cool. That would be awesome, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. More neck. People need more neckerchiefs yeah. in their life. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So you do scouts. Yeah. What else? What other activities do you do? How do you fill your time? Um, I do ballet, and I started in pre-primary. Um. And my old teacher asked me if I wanted to do a show. And I just went dead silence and I stopped for ages. And then I decided to go back. And now I'm in grade three. Um, And I've done two shows since. And they've been good. I've done a Wizard of Oz show and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which were really cool. Yeah, and you you don't just do ballet with them either do you no i also do tap and modern so we've got scouts we've got dance yeah any other activities that you Uh, do i do gymnastics yeah and you're freakishly bendy with that yeah yeah you do that upside down crab crawly thing that makes you look like a demon child yeah (laughs) yeah um anything else that you do um dnd dnd you're in a weekly dnd game with me and your friends and um, I'm trying to think what else I do now. Spanish. Yeah. Um, and then lots of other bits and pieces. Yeah, lots of other bits and bobs. Yeah. And things like that. And that kind of screws my whole life together. Yes, it does. It hold, holds your life together. Yeah. The little yeah. bits and bobs hold my life together. Yeah. Cool. So that's the who. Yeah. What? What are we going to be doing on this podcast, Dorothy? Uh, we are basically going to be talking about Dungeons and Dragons and games, like board games and other sorts of games. Yeah. So it's kind of, we've, we've left it a little bit open in case something takes our yeah. fancy and we want to do, yeah. oh, here's a special episode on Catcheroo. And we're just going to spend the whole episode talking about Catcheroo. Yeah. Yeah, because Sleeping Queens 2 came out. <gasps> yes, that's awesome. Sleeping Queens 2, if, yeah. We've loved good. Sleeping Queens since I was four. Maybe maybe one maybe week one. we'll do like yeah. a top ten board games, card games yeah, type thing. that would be cool. Lorcana's coming out soon. Oh, yeah. We need to yeah. play some more Lorcana because yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah. Lorca- um, that's going to be the new collectible card game from Ravensburger yes. based on Disney. Um, it's kind of the same level as Disney. Pokemon in the difficulty level, so it's not, not magic or anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what... This is the why, wasn't it? Who, yeah. why? Why are we doing it? Or what are we doing? No, it was. this is the what. I'm all getting myself confuddled. I need show notes for this. Yeah, you do. I do. I yeah. need show notes. So what? So how are we going to be structuring these? Um, we haven't really got a plan yet, have no, we? No, I think we're just going to start at the bottom and do some things and then work our way up to doing massive things. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, we're gonna do um, we're gonna do some kind of like getting to know you stuff yes, and things like yeah. that. Maybe we'll take personality quizzes. That would be a good one. Yes, yes. Um, and then we'll just kind of be and exist. And these episodes are gonna be about fifteen minutes. Yeah. So it's a nice roughly. little kind of like fifteen minute wake yeah. up. Um, 
and just kind of talk about stuff. And if we've got something important, maybe it will spread across more. Maybe we can have yeah. some guests on yeah. at some point. Yeah. And w- so what we're going to be talking about is a lot of it's going to be D&D related. So Dungeons yeah. & Dragons. We're going to... They, a lot of it is Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, because that's kind of what we love at the moment. Yeah. Isn't it? And I've been doing it for four years now, doing it with home ed children. Yeah. And I've been playing Dungeons & Well, I've been playing role-playing games since I was about your age, because I was playing it second year of secondary school um, with a group of friends in my mate's dad's art room at school because his dad was an art teacher mm. and um, we were just making up our own rules mm. and playing some stuff and it wasn't D&D, it was the Ian Livingston um, game. So I have got a couple questions for you. You've got questions for me? Yes. Well, let's save that for the questions section. Yes. Um, we're, kind of, we're kind of melding the what it is we're going to do into the why we're going to do it. Yeah. So why are we doing why are we talking about dungeons and dragons do you know why we're talking about dungeons and dragons um because it's fun because it is fun it is it is fun but you know what happens when you're having fun sneaky learning like learning (laughs) gets to have a stealth check and just gets in there on a nat 20 um and you end up doing maths you end up doing English, you can, you do some social skills, you learn to talk to people, all yeah. those wonderful, amazing things that happen when you get to play yeah. D&D. So what have you learnt playing D&D? Um, how to cooperate, like how to talk to each other, like if someone's got a plan and the other person has a plan... Sometimes we sort of try and meld the plans together. So if one plan doesn't work, we use the other plan. And with that is expressing yourself as well. Yeah. And kind of listening yeah. to the other person rather than just going, no, this is my idea and we're just doing my idea. And the yeah. other person's like, no, this is my idea. I'm just doing my idea. But you can go, right, what is your idea? Why do you think it's a good idea? Now I've listened to you. Yeah. Listen to me and I'll explain my idea and why I think it's a good idea. And then you can kind of compromise or you yeah. can maybe even be won over and go, do you know what? Actually, your idea is a lot better than mine. Yeah. Like that one time when Gilderoy decided to fire the the the, um, the fireball at the tree end <laughs> and then everybody died. Yeah. Wasn't a good idea at the no. time, was it? no. No, he'd never had Fireball before. No. 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 <laughs> I finally got rid of that off him now. Yeah. He sold it for an airship. He bought an airship. Wow. With it. Yeah, yeah. So he he's now like flight. I think he got fed up because the, the last kind of like three or four months they've been travelling across a huge vast island and just getting fed up with traveling all the time so he's now like right i'm yeah. getting an airship I'm filling it with mangoes and we're just flying off into the sunset <laughs> mangoes mangoes yeah they're nice i like mangoes so what else have you learned playing um, what do you think what do you think you learn playing D&D? like math because one of my friends isn't very good at math but um with D&D it sort of helped him a bit more than just normally would. Yeah. 
So there's not there's not really hard yeah. mathematics questions in no. there. But you can as as an as someone leading the game, you can put those in as puzzles yeah. and problems yeah. and stuff. Because we've done Sudoku in yes. in as like yeah. door puzzles yeah. and stuff like that and, and very hard maths and um and verbal verbal riddles and puzzles that yeah. are actually mathematics questions yeah. kind of wrapped in and we've used that kind of stuff before yeah. and it's all down to your own imagination what you put into these things but also it's the the fast small maths that gets you confidence so how does Dorothy how does uh, an attack work in D&D explain that to our listeners okay so let's say you're in a house. Um, there's no upstairs. There's just the downstairs and a basement. You walk in, and let's say a mimic. We like a mimic. Yeah. Oh, are we going to have to cover what a mimic is yeah, for people because so. they don't know what a yeah. mimic is? So, what is a mimic? Mimics are things that can transform into different things. So. Um, so they're monsters, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're monsters. They've got no intelligence. They just survive. They're like uh, Venus flytraps. They just mm. sit there and yeah. exist in a space until something comes along and they get to eat it. Yeah. But they don't have they don't have much of a formed brain, so they no. don't take up the energy of, of thinking or anything like that. They just sit there inert until lunch comes along, kind of like me if I get to have a day off. Yeah. 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 Um, so a mimic can be can look like anything. Yeah. So they are creatures, but they can look from from being a carpet to a skyscraper. Yeah, but that's only really, really big mimics. Oh, that would be a humongous... That would be... Yeah, that would be a massive one. But I still want to run a kaiju mimic. Kaiju mimic wow. would be brilliant. And then you've just got a city with this bare area around <laughs> it. And every so often you just see these birds fly towards it. And then it goes... <laughs> and eats them up. And then you get to have a, an adventure inside the mimic. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so mimics can look like anything. So it could be a chair. You go, oh, I've done so much adventuring today. Do you know what? I'm just going to sit down yeah. and chill out. And you sit down in the chair and then it folds up and starts to yum you. Yum, 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 Like, so a sofa. It's basic. So it could be a sofa and you just sit down, lie back, and then it just folds folds and goes yeah mmm yummy but it could also be uh, a, a, a letter on yes, a table yes. you're investigating you're investigating uh, a, a room and then someone's left a mimic letter on the table and as soon as you pick it up it starts to bite at you and things like that <coughs> yeah. or it could even be a door yeah so yeah. you walk up to a wall there's a door there alright okay I'm going to try the door uh, put your hand on the door and then oh no it's a mimic yeah. Mimics are designed just to make players paranoid. So, right, let's get back to your setting. Yeah. You walk into a house. It's it's yeah. it's one one floor. It's just the yeah. ground floor, but a basement as yeah. well. And then you're surprised by a mimic. What happens in the game? Um. So you all roll a d twenty. So a twenty sided dice. When we yeah. say d, d stands for dice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you have a character sheet. And there's a little box, and it says, um... 
Trying to think of the word? Yeah. Shall I help you? Yeah. Initiative. Initiative. Um, and it's called your initiative modifier. So say I rolled a five. You then look at your initiative modifier. Say mine's plus one. I go five, six. Okay, so I have six. And then everyone else rolls and you keep that number in your head. And then the DM goes around the table um, and asking people, what number did you get? I would say, I got a six. Then they would write it down. Um, My dad has a whiteboard and he's got um, whiteboard pens. He writes down the people. So my character's name in D&D is called Sun. Um, And then he would write down, say someone got higher than me. They would write down this. So let's say Bob. They would write down Bob. And then the other people's characters. And then my character somewhere. And then the mimic would roll its dice. Then... Count up its initiative modifier. If it got one minus one, that would be zero. Yep. Uh, but it probably doesn't get that. So I, I can't remember what the yeah. stat block for a mimic is. They, um, they're not very dexterous, no. so they wouldn't have much of a modifier on yeah. them. Um, so if it got minus one, it would be zero, so it would go at the bottom. Everyone would have their turns trying to fight the mimic. Um... Then when it gets to the Mimic, the Mimic can do two different attacks? Uh, mimic mimic can do two different attacks. Um, so this is just going off the top of my head and I am terrible at remembering things. So Mimic can either, either pseudopod and it just slaps people about with this kind of thing, this tentacle type thing. It can be its tongue or it can be whatever. Yeah. Um, and then if it does hit you with the pseudopod, I think you're grappled. So, the, yeah. so it, this pseudopod is really sticky and it grapples. And then the other attack is to bite, so it munches down on you. But if you've already been grappled and you're held by the pseudopod, you're kind of held in its mouth and it's got advantage on the attacks. Yeah. When we say stuff like advantage, that means you're going to roll, whenever you roll a 20-sided dice, you roll twice and take the higher number. Okay, so you are fighting a mimic. It's your turn. The mimic hasn't gone yet, and you decide what you decide to do. What are you attacking it with? I'm going to attack it with um, thorn whip. Okay, so thorn whip. So you're at a distance. Yep. You've got thorn whip going. You're going to make a melee spell attack. Um, I believe it's a melee spell attack, even though it's at a distance because you you're making a whip. So this is a magic spell. But it is a cantrip, isn't it? Yeah. So cantrip means... So um, you've got different levels. Level... So you've got one and two. Uh, We're on level three. But we only have first level and second level spell slots. This is one of my big bugbears about 5th edition D&D. And I'll just get it out now. And I'm sure you're going to hear this along the podcast as as we talk. But the one thing that really annoys me is that you have your character level. And then you have your spell level. They could just do with a new word for that. Um, And then 
it just because just because you're a fifth level wizard doesn't mean you have access to fifth level spells. Yeah, it's really kind of weird. So you're playing a third level druid, but yeah. you've only got access to first and second level yeah. spells, and you have spell slots. Yeah, and first and second level spells cost this magical energy that you've got inside you to be able to cast. But cantrips, you were saying? Cantrips don't take up anything. So on first level, you have four squares. Every time you use a first level spell slot, you draw a line through it. Every time you rest, you rub that line out. And then second level has two spell slots. So if you were doing something at second level, you would... Um, draw a line and then when you rest at some point in the game you rub it out but cantrips you don't you don't draw any lines and cantrips mean that you can do that spell as many times as you want yeah it's we call it I like to call them spam spells you can just Mm. spam them all the time you can just go Thorn whip, thorn whip, thorn whip, or any other one. But not on the same turn. So not in the if, same if, turn. Um, like, don't let us get you confused about it. There's uh, on your turn, you can do an action, and you can do a bonus action, and you've got movement, and you've got speech. But if you cast a spell as your main action, you can also cast a spell as a bonus action if it's a cantrip. But the spell spells and how many and what you can do each turn. Kind of confuses me a little bit, to be honest, and I get it wrong a little bit sometimes. Yeah. But I've had people explain it to me, and it's kind of like you can cast a spell, and then you can only cast a spell as a reaction or as a cantrip and bonus yeah. action later on. Okay, so you're what do you do? You're casting Thorn Whip. Yeah. The mimic is there, and you. How do you roll to attack? So you roll it. Um, a d20, and then um, I think you add it, don't you? Yeah. So you, so I'm with Thorn Whip. I think it's a melee spell attack. Yeah. So you are going to add your spell attack modifier to so that. Say I rolled um, a seven. Whatever the spell modifier was, I would add it. So on your character, I think it's plus. Four, yeah. I want to say because you generate your spell attack modifier from the the stat on your character yeah. sheet, which is the the one that's related to your magical ability. So with mm-hmm. a druid, it's wisdom. It's all about how wise you are. Um, so you do you make your stat, you get that, then you add your proficiency. So at the moment, your proficiency bonus is plus two because you're third level. So I think it's either going to be plus four or plus five, depending yeah. on how well your wisdom was. So say it was... So you, what, you've rolled, what did you roll I on the dice? I rolled um, a seven. A seven. Then you're going to add four. Yeah. Seven plus four. Seven. Eleven. Eleven. It is. Um, and then I check to see if that then hits the, um, the armour class of the Mimic. Um, I've got a feeling the Mimic's armor class is going to be 13. Um, I'm just trying to Google it now, to be fair. Um, And then... 
Yeah, so I think I think a mimic's armor class is 13. So you wouldn't hit with that. No. So it would either bounce off part of its hide or it would manage to dodge out of the way. So say it was... Oh, mimic's armor class is 12, so it's pretty yeah. close. So say it was a chest and it has metal bits on it. Yeah. It would hit the metal bit and bounce off. Exactly. But if I did hit... So say you roll a 13. Yep, plus 4, 13, 15, 16, 17. So I think the 17 hits. 17 is greater than 12, so yeah, that is going to hit. 17 hits, then it does dice damage. Yes, so... uh, This is hard. Thorn Whip. Let's see if I can find the spell Thorn Whip, and that'll help us out there. Um, uh, no, maybe I need, it needs to be two words rather than one. No, oh. My dyslexia is showing right now. Here we go. This will find it for us. Although this is, no, it's not. Anyway, it would be something like a D8 damage or a D10 or something along those lines. So then you find that that number-sided dice, and there's you have seven dice on you, don't you, with yeah. D&D in a dice set. But sadly, all my dice are missing one from it. Well, have you, have you, oh, you checked the, the yeah. teapot, didn't you, the yeah. other day with your friends, and no, no dice. Okay, so then you tell me how much damage you've done, and we allocate that damage to the monster. Now, the stuff that I hide behind my screen is things like the armor class and how much health they've got left. So you don't know how well you're doing until you deliver the final blow. And I go, ah, here you go. That's the final blow. Or, and sometimes he goes, my dad says, it's looking a bit tattered now. Yeah, so I'll give people a little bit of a hint because if you've just done... 50 damage to a creature and it's looking pretty much like it's on its last legs. Yeah. Well, not a creature, but a monster. Um, then, yeah, you're going to want to know that, aren't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, th- and that's just a kind of example of how, how maths is completely integrated into D&D. And yeah. there's also other stuff. We've done English before with it. Yeah. But we've got all those Scrabble tiles in the pot. Yeah. And then you guys have to write out, you have to find the Scrabble tiles to spell out words or spells from, and you've got to look spells up in the um, in the player's handbook. And we, we take an aside and we, we look up stuff. If something's interesting and we start going off on a tangent, we'll do some research yeah. into it, won't we? And, yeah. and look stuff up. Um, yeah. So... That's kind of it. I mean, we've, uh, if we're going to go for a half an hour first episode, tell us a little bit about your character. Now, I want to remind you, don't use anyone else's real names yeah. um, while we're recording. Yeah. Um, but if you can talk about your party, what story you've been doing recently, and then maybe um, you can ask me about some of the games that I've been playing in recently. Yeah. And we've got uh, a couple of minutes left, yeah. so go for it. Okay. So what's your, what, who are you and what are you, what's been happening in your story recently? Mm-hmm. So my character's name is called Sun, and my friend is playing as my twin sister, and her character's name is called Cloud. We did have a third person, so we used to be um, 
twins, triplets. We used to be triplets, but she's not playing D and D anymore. She was called Sun Cloud Sky. Sky. Yeah. Uh, but sadly, she's not playing anymore. But we do have my friend's sister playing, and she is called. You can't say it normally. You have to say it like this: the Red Rose. The Red Rose. Yes. Um, and she is new, so she hasn't. I think she has played. Yeah, she's played D and D before in a my sister's group. Yeah, she was in a younger group, and yeah. then she wanted to go up to more mature, yeah. more focused group because we do different things with the different age yeah. brackets and stuff like that. And I can see she's doing very, very well yeah. in your group yeah. um, compared to to Charlie's group and stuff. It was yeah. it's a very different type of game. Um, and then, so we're a party of. Five? Yeah, you've got five. You've got three druids now because yes. you've just had one one player change their character and now they're Ice Bear. So they're a druid as well. So you've he got... was called Snack and that was quite funny because we used to say, can we eat you, Snack? Because he was a snake <laughs> yeah. or a snack. Uh, a young Thai. Um, so you've got three druids. Yeah. Uh, a healer. And a, uh, and a ro- well, your you cleric. Yeah. Your cleric, and then you've got your your assassin, the Red Rose. Yeah. Your rogue. So it's it's a pretty rounded party, yeah. to be fair, and pretty hardy, seeing as you're like all circle of the moon druids, I think. Yeah. So you just turn yeah. into animals and and you do wonderful, amazing things. We're not allowed flying or swim speed. No, yet. you're not high enough Just level sad. flying or swim speed. I really want to fly. Okay, so I think that's going to be taking us way over thirty minutes now. Oh well. Um. So, uh, yeah, if you want to ask us any questions, we're going to do some more episodes. We're going to try and get yeah. these out like once a week. And if you want to ask us any questions, we're going to, I really want to do like a, um, a, a listener's question. So if you've got some for Dorothy or some for me or some for both of us, yeah. then we're going to set up an extra email address on our website. Um, what, what are you, what are you doing? We what? need to stop it now. We're over time. I know. Oh, yeah. Well, it's our podcast. We can go over time if we want to go over time. I know, we? but... We're just aiming for a stop. rough 30 minutes. Maybe I'll trim some out. I don't know. I'm not. I'm too lazy for that. It's going to be start at the start, end at the end. Um, and then if we go over a little so bit, we lazy. go over a little bit. I know. We were only going to do 15 minutes. Now it's half an hour. Oh, well. Yeah. So who cares about an extra minute or so? But I'd really like to do listeners' questions. If you've got any questions for us. Um, if you've got any topics you would like us to discuss then yeah, that would be totally awesome. Or if you want to be a guest on the show. Oh yeah, we really want some guests. We want, we want some guests. Yeah, to do it. We if want you want to be a guests. guest on the show, come yeah. on the show. Yes, right. please. Okay. Happy with that? Yeah. Should we play the outro? Yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening to Game Show and Tell. If you have any questions for me and my dad, please contact us at podcast at charactercreationrpg.co.uk We will be doing a listener's question episode very soon. If you would like to support us, we have a Patreon page and a wish list on our website. You can find everything you need at charactercreationrpg.co.uk
five. Thanks for listening.